Hey there, and welcome to the Fit and Feel Good podcast with me, Katie Chaloner. As always, we're discussing all things fitness, nutrition, menopause, and more to help you lead a fit and healthy life over 40. Today, I'm having my coffee chat with Rupert and Lisa discussing all things plant-based eating. Hello, how are you? I am good, I'm good. So today we are going to be talking about plant-based eating, your new-ish venture um, and everything that you're doing and how somebody can adapt perhaps their lifestyle and their eating to become more plant-based and the benefits of it, if that's all right with you. Yeah, that's right, exactly, <laughs> in a nutshell. Yeah, so, yeah. so we're creating um, we're creating a business really to help inspire and educate people um, around the whole topic of plant-based and um, you know my background is is a chef as culinary background and Lisa is a is a huge foodie and together we we put that together to create you know a sort of a fresh style of of culinary education I guess. We're trying to take the plant-based message out through food and um I, I, as Rupert says, I'm a huge foodie. And if we can do that through something that we all love to eat or we all have to eat. So if we can do that in this way, using traditional dishes, which we've, we've veganized, it's, you know, really good. Yeah. So I notice, obviously, with everything that you talk about, you talk about plant-based over vegan. So was that a conscious thought process behind why you refer to things yeah. more plant-based than vegan? Yeah. Definitely. I think the word vegan has a lot of stigma attached to it. I think, you know, it's been wrapped in that tie-dye kind of hippie vibe for as long as I can remember. And um, plant-based, and we refer to plant-based, and that can have several different meanings. And we talk about this in our our book. But the the main thing really is that we when we say plant-based we mean vegan we mean you know excluding any animal products whatsoever whether that be um honey or you know the use of beeswax or you know anything like that so we exclude all those elements as well um but for somebody who's just wanting to go and be more healthy you know it's as simple as starting to cut out the meat and cut out the dairy and cut out the eggs it doesn't have to be complicated. You know? Yeah. So, you know, you are sort of encouraging people to eat more plant-based, but not yeah, fully vegan all the way. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I think vegan also can conjure up some kind of um, radical movement. Yeah. There is an idealistic attitude of, of what veganism is. Um, but I'm just currently reading something about taking a more pragmatic approach. So rather than sort of saying, you must do this, this and this, Rupert and I have had this lifelong love of food from different culinary backgrounds. And we, we just want to take the message out through that. Yeah, for, I mean, for us, this is an, an evolution of our our passion for food. And actually, really, for me as a chef, I got, it was all become a bit old hat. I've been there, done that, cooked it. And... it's completely reignited my my passion for food Um, and suddenly got excited about it trying to find ways of of reverse engineering and and re-engineering dishes and uh, making things taste great and you know the ultimate is for somebody who is on a should we say a normal diet yes (laughs) Um, a traditional diet yeah there we go traditional is much better (laughs) somebody to eat our food and just and and not even consider it vegan just to consider it delicious 
Um, and that they've and not missed eating any animal products. No, a food should be nourishing and it should be mm. delicious. It's one of the big joys of life. Um, and I suppose, you know, there's three big drivers when going plant-based. You've got, you know, the ethical side of things, the animals. Mm. Uh, you've got the sustainability, the planet, which we all care about a lot. But the big one that's all very, very, very close to us is the health side of things. And, you know, we all care about our health. We all want to be fit and healthy and supercharged. And so that's the big drive for us. And, and everything that we've learned over the time has been pointing towards a plant-based diet is kind of the optimum fuel for your body. And, you know, if you want to get the most out of it, if you want to be supercharged, mentally alert, switched on, um, full of energy, a plant-based diet is, is the way to go. So I, this supercharged is a, is a great thing. So obviously I know you guys from training at the studio and Lisa, you've got the nickname of the Terminator. And on more than one occasion, people have mumbled under their breath with someone, please just trip her up. But you know, <laughs> you say you cannot, you cannot be stopped. You're powered by plants. So you sort of, you went into this plant-based diet before you grew mm-hmm. and how do you feel your energy levels change? Because there's no turning back for you at all, is there, Lisa? No. Um, so just coming back to what Rupert said, um, when you first start transitioning onto a plant-based diet, you can start off with one reason and then it can transition into other reasons. Um, and, and we don't really push our... And we have different reasons why we do what we do behind us. Um, and mine is probably now more the ethical side which is why I will never go back to eating a traditional diet but coming back to energy levels um the stamina that I have I can outwork (laughs) and outdo most year olds and I have a 22 and a 24 year old so child um and I think that comes from it's a natural process so when you first transition to a plant-based diet and your body fully starts to absorb all the nutrients it naturally doesn't want to eat any processed food. So over a course of time, naturally you lose weight, naturally your body doesn't want to have any sugar. So we have a very low toleration of alcohol now, just yeah. because it's something that's- Cheat you know, day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then also because there's two or three different supplements that generally I used to take anyway on a traditional diet, but on a plant-based diet, I still supplement with that. What I find is because we're eating, we eat a whole food plant-based diet as well, which means we don't really eat refined foods, um, minimal processed foods. So your energy levels just sustain throughout the day. And when we train, particularly in the morning, you have such a burst of energy, um, occasional dip, but, I had an occasional dip after this morning's workout. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. so yeah. it, it's a whole stamina thing. And so when I challenged Rupert and we said at home he was eating plant-based fully, but when he was out, he'd occasionally have fish and that. And that was the whole challenge. I said to him, just try it for one month because you will be addicted to that feeling, that rush of energy. And you you did. You've never looked back, have you? That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, because you weren't. So as a chef, you didn't always make plant based food, did you? Because you weren't obviously and you weren't plant based yourself. No. What was 
So the switch was this 30 day challenge by Lisa. Well, I guess I guess it was. Yeah. I mean, as a chef and coming from a, you know, being classically trained, you know, French style, trained at Leeds School of Food and Wine, worked in Michelin star restaurants. um, You know, you taught a way of cooking. It's all about a sort of maximum um, luxuriousness and season to the max and you're getting lots of butter and cream and that's and that's how we were taught to cook yeah that's how we were taught to cook indulgent indulgent yeah and uh, which which is great and it's all about maximum flight maximum impact maximum flavor and beautiful presentation and all those plastic recipes you know making shoe pastry creme patissiere you know big meaty jus and that sort of stuff that's all about that that process and so that's how I've been built. That's how I've been trained and programmed to cook. Yeah. Um, and, and most chefs are, maybe not to that level or that detail, but generally they're used to those set of tools they've got available to them. And so when somebody comes in and says, oh, I'm vegan, they're like, oh, God, what do yes, I do? Absolutely. What do I do? I that, that program yeah. has been downloaded. There was, there was a dread, I must admit, you know, a while back now, because people are a bit more up for changing the menu but there was a time you used to go into a restaurant and you think oh I don't say you know if you've got gluten-free or anything like that whereas you know it's becoming a bit more of a standard now isn't it that you know the chefs have to change what they're making yeah and so that so that's been a big a big shift for me and, and you know we actually incorporated it into our catering company we had we had an event we tell the story quite a bit we had an event for 80 people it was a wedding and there were 40 dietary requirements. 46. 46 dietary requirements. I, I can't oh, my it. goodness. Just um, on the starter. Yeah. Just on the starter. <laughs> it was that, then yeah. that was kind of almost, I guess, if we trace it back, one of the starting points, mm. because we were like, right, this is just ridiculous. And, and yeah. it's happening more and more, not to that level. And we actually started to rewrite a lot of our menu with, you know, um, comparables that were um, dairy-free, um, nut free, gluten free, and just cover as create a great menu that covered as many of those as possible. Yeah. Um, and actually, with some of the consultancy work we've done over the last couple of years, that's been our approach. You know, people have come and asked us to help them rewrite the menus, or you know, spend some time with their with their chefs in the kitchen and bring them on. That's been our approach to try and give them a you know a broader skill set, a broader set of tools to use. Uh, and to build their dishes up using not using animal products and yes if they need to finish it with a piece of glazed goat cheese or a pan fried chicken breast or a fillet steak then that's fine but their the, the base layer of all their components in the kitchen become plant-based straight away so it yeah. gives them a lot more versatility with what they're doing so you found because I've obviously sort of I go through your Instagram stalking you every time you post I love reading these personal stories that you've been putting up lately and um and you said as well that it sort of reignited your passion you were getting perhaps a little bit bored or you know you'd had all this training and these luxurious meals but this reignited your your passion and I've been fortunate enough to go to the supper club I'm gonna bring it up I'm gonna talk about the fish and chips because I was just amazed and I you can't obviously give me the secrets but you created this fish and chips and then was it banana was it made out of banana 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 blossom blossom. yeah right so it just blows my mind because even the texture was like a meaty piece of battered fish Yeah, yeah so you know how do you come about creating these 
amazing recipes and figuring out that a battered banana you know is going to give you that fish and chip sort of you're like warm feeling i mean it's research i mean like anything in the culinary world like anything in the arts like anything in fashion you know you're not always the inventor of something so um it, this one here does a lot of a lot of research don't you so yeah. you're always always on it in that respect so my approach would be and it still is if you see where i'm sat now it's piled high with cuttings and recipes that i want to try and and so we don't use the word vegan very often but we actually use it to veganize recipes and so it's we make a great team because i'll see something i look at a classic dish then Rupert's really good at reverse engineering it and saying right. to me, right, well, we'll try it this way, we'll try it that. Sometimes I'll do it myself, but if it's more the baking element and, and um, certain switches of what we're doing and we're using xanthan gum and sort of chefy things, you'll do that for us. Um, but I can't beat Rupert's presentation, so particularly in the supper club, you know. For us... If we're trying to recreate a dish, we're looking at it and going, right, what are the most important parts of that? So this, mm. so this, this battered banana blossom dish. So Amazing. what's really important when you're having fish and chips, right? So you want a, a, a good bit of meaty fish inside there. Yes. That's really important. So the texture of what's inside and you want a really lovely, crispy, but light batter on the outside and you don't want it too oily. So we did lots of research. What do people use when they're veganizing, you know, fish? What fish alternatives are there out there? What marinades? Yeah, and we and we looked at, um, at tofu as an option. Some people use tofu, but tofu is very good. It's very versatile, and it's it gets a lot of bad press. It's an awesome product, but it wasn't right for this, you know. Yeah. End up buying either being a bit chewy or a bit soggy. And not yeah. just the supper club was aimed at particularly uh, as well as vegan. And plant-based eaters but it was actually aimed to show traditional meat eaters what you could do that's right and i think tofu can be a bit out there so we stumbled across banana blossom and we actually went to um we actually went to uh, liverpool. liverpool um to duke street market and there was a guy there actually doing it and we we're like oh my god this is amazing this is a sign so we wow. them, and it was it was fantastic um and so we, we basically took some inspiration from that. We thought we'd chosen the product. Here's this guy doing it. And then we, we, we just refined it. it. So yeah. we created a marinade to marinate that banana blossom in to make it not taste fishy, but taste of the sea. So, you know, you know if, if you're having a nice piece of fish, you might have some capers with it, um, some, some lemon with it. So we use lemon rind. We also use some kombu seaweed um and also some nori seaweed and we infuse all that into a big like oh my goodness tea if you like and then soak the banana blossom in it so so what's a banana blossom it's not a banana what's so the banana blossom is when you get a when you see a bunch of bananas growing there's a, like a, a bulbous head on the end of it. Right. The, the blossom flower. It's a banana flower, if you like. It sits at the bottom. And, then, right. and if you didn't pick it, it would turn into bananas. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. Next time I see that, I'm like, right, how can I make fish and chips? <laughs> so, I mean, that is, yeah, I mean, that's pretty out there. That's not your sort of standard, um, you know, and your supper club wasn't standard. But how long does it take you to create, you know, these new recipes? And obviously there's a scale, isn't there, from your banana blossom and fish and chips versus something that someone can make 
sausage at home. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, how long does it take you to create a new recipe and varied? Yeah, I, I would say I'm going to I'm going to answer on this one. So um, I have an encyclopedia in my mind of recipes that I want to try all the time. Wow. I have a list. It's in my head. So when we get asked to create a menu, we'll often do it when we just sat in the car going somewhere. We don't sit down at a desk to do this and we just work through it and really make some, notes and, make then, some notes and then we'll come back and, and type it up. But, and refine it. But then that then has to go into the kitchen and that's and when it tested. takes a bit more time. But it's so, like I said before, it's about having those tools available. So when you've really nailed a nutritious tomato sauce, for example, you can apply that to different dishes. Mm. Um, but the, the big thing for us, and this is the fall down for a lot of people that want to go plant-based, is making sure that the nutritional value of what they're eating is sufficient. Um, yeah. And the big one is the P word, isn't it? The protein. Protein, yes. Where that was do a... I get my protein from? Yeah, I mean, as a, I think a lot of people are moving more towards a plant-based diet now. And as a trainer, you know, a lot of people um, talk to me about how do they get enough protein in their diet? Because it's not as easy as just sort of snaffling an egg or, you know, throwing a chicken breast on your, your dinner. So, you know, how does the protein intake compare on a plant based? And what are the main sources that people would, you know, need to sort of really think about? Because a lot of people just just cut out the meat and fish, don't they? And just, right. I'll just cut it out. And that's it. That's the and worst that's, thing you can do. Because yeah, yeah. you're just going to be hungry. Yeah. And you're going to get narky. And, and then you just end up <laughs> and you're just eating something and you're else. rubbish. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's perfectly, perfectly achievable to be an unhealthy vegan, you know. Yes. Um, but there's a couple of ways of approaching it. So there's some amazing plant-based meat alternatives on the market now. And we don't necessarily advocate eating lots of processed food, but there are some really, really good products out there that are, you know, as high, if not higher in protein than the equivalent amount of meat. Right. So there are products out there that are quick and easy. You can do those recipes that you're used to doing and just sub it out for some, you know, some uh, plant-based chicken or some um, right. burgers or, you know. And that's because they've got soy protein and pea protein in which are, which are like the, the super, other than, well, soy is tofu anyway, but they're the super protein intakes when, when we're on a diet. But just coming back to how much protein people need, we've just done this, haven't we? Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, actually, what do you need as a, as a, as a lady, uh, uh, you know, young lady, fit and healthy, how much protein do you need a day to maintain your... Yeah. Well, that's the first thing isn't it and I suppose like you said it varies 50 grams that's yeah. about it yeah well I guess it depends I think we obviously look at it sort of you know gram per kilogram of body weight between one and two depending on how much you're working out but again it's it comes down to working out those macronutrients first don't they and yeah. a lot of people just say oh, I'm just going to go vegan and and that's it so you know so yeah. the so the the other switch side from the from the meat places is protein is actually available in far more ingredients that we would ever imagine, but particularly pulses, legumes, yep. so all your beans, your chickpeas, your soya beans, lentils. your lentils, all those sorts of things, absolutely laden with protein. 
And so you can increase, you can, you can create a delicious, a delicious meal, very high in protein by combining some of those ingredients. So lentil stews and exactly, yeah. yeah. And even if you do roasts, just throw a can of butter beans in or chickpeas yeah. and with it. Or if you don't, have some hummus as a side. So we always make sure we have probably a couple of sources of protein with what we eat. And and some vegetables are high in protein. Jam. Yeah particularly it's one of the highest vegetables in protein wow. we also start the day with um a super green smoothie don't we yeah. and we use a couple of scoops of um plant-based protein in that yeah so you know a pi soleil or you know something yeah. like hemp powder we put things like spirulina in there chia seeds flax seeds nut butters yeah nut butters <laughs> um some spinach you know, all the good gear you stick in a smoothie it's all on hand. It's dead easy. It's two minutes and straight into the day with 20 plus grams of protein. So you're already well on the way, you know. And you yeah. can have a shake halfway through the day. It's sort of mid-afternoon if you, if you feel you need to, if you've trained a lot. Yeah, but I mean, you've got to remember what what's you know, a couple of the biggest, the biggest animals that, you know, I can think of off the top of my head. One, a gorilla. Yeah. What does a gorilla eat? Grass. <laughs> <laughs> Your your blood blood banana blossom. <laughs> yeah, an ox. An ox. Yeah. What's an ox? Strong, eat? strong as an ox. Grass. Grass. Yeah. So okay. There's plenty of protein available on a plant based diet. So um, it's interesting because you obviously recently did the 21 day challenge with me, and you adjusted the menu to be plant based for you and Rupert. Now I shared that meal plan uh, the meal plan with a couple of my clients who wanted to do that versus eating meat and a couple of them nearly fell off the chair at the fact that it was 2000 calories a day now obviously women especially you know get anxiety at the idea of going over this magic 1500 calories a day but you know you guys are nailing lisa you're nailing 2000 calories a day um, I mean, I don't... she also does twenty five thousand steps. <laughs> she also never <laughs> stops <laughs> moving. <laughs> the thing is, for me, I don't count calories. So no, fortunately, that's or fortunately, that's my starting point. So I had yeah. to, good. It took me out of my comfort zone because I had to really look at what we were doing and what we were eating. And um, I think I bumped it up slightly because of the amount of training that was going yeah, on. Yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. It was training every day, and they were hard, weren't they? So the is, when you're on a plant-based diet, because your body digests food a lot quicker, because when you eat meat or fish, it stays in your gut for a lot longer. So you eat just vegetables, especially with no protein, literally within half an hour, you're hungry yeah, even aren't you? Yeah. And yeah. so it's trying to get the right balance of what you're eating as well as the amount of calories. Um, so what I would say to most people is, is, you know, the proof is in the pudding. If you look at our lifestyle, how how fit and healthy we are, I've never I've never dieted in my life, but yeah. I do have to exercise, you know, because yeah. I like to eat my food. And if I wasn't exercising as much, I probably wouldn't be looking at two thousand calories. A day. No, of course, it's a calorie deficit, isn't it, yeah. for losing weight or maintaining? It's 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 the question on everyone's lips, isn't it? How many calories should I be eating? And you think, well, you know. I think sometimes as a trainer, I'm supposed to come up with that magic number, but I myself don't count calories and don't count macros. You know, some trainers will be out there cursing me for that. But it is a case of I I look at what's on my plate, really. I'm very visual and I'll say, right, have I got protein? Have I got some fats? And I, and I eat carbs, complex carbs, too. You know, looking at the plate 
making sure it's varied. And if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat a bit more. And if I've had a big workout, I'm going to eat a bit more. If I haven't worked out, I'll eat a little bit less. And like you said, managing and monitoring, am I putting on weight, maintaining, you know, gaining muscle, all of those things. I think when you do start counting calories, it gets um, complicated and something you want to give up on, isn't it, really? And it also comes down to somebody's metabolism as well. Yeah. And, you know, I did have a byproduct about a couple of years ago where I, I developed a really sweet tooth. Now, I've always been a baker, but when the children were at home, it was great. They would eat what I baked, but I was still baking and it was just you and I eating, mm. eating the goods at home. <laughs> and um, when I researched, I was just like, where's this come from? Because I always had a savoury tooth. Um, it was I wasn't eating enough protein and so my body was craving that that initial sugar burst so once I adjusted the amount of protein that I've eaten I mean I've just had a, a hummus wrap before I've spoken to you and you know there's a bit of mayonnaise which isn't the healthiest but I've always made sure there's something there that's going to fill me and I think just going off what you're saying there it's about the quality of what you're putting in so if yeah. you're on 1500 calories a day and you get that from from Mars bars, correct? Then the nutritional value is is zilch. But if you're yeah. getting that from Whole Foods, and you're eating five to ten servings of vegetables a day, and you're getting your legumes in there, all the the benefits from all the minerals and vitamins that and and natural oils and the, the omegas and all that that's in there is helping you repair faster. Yeah, it's helping you perform better. It's helping yeah. your blood flow and your fat levels. And you know, so it's not just about the calories that you eat and the protein you eat it's about getting your body balanced everything working well yeah you know if you get if you get your your, your lovely petrol powered lamborghini you take it to the petrol station you put diesel in it it's not going to work is it you know not <laughs> no well. i think i think in the fitness industry a lot of people can be very hung up on like you said before calorie deficit everything you read if you want to lose weight it's about calorie deficit but I, I agree with you. It's not always about how much you're eating. It's about what you're eating that really matters and affects, like you said, the hormones and everything else that's going on in your body. So um, we digress because let's bring it back to... <laughs> let's bring it back to plant-based because I have a few questions that have come in. So, um, I mean, I don't even know what this word is, umami. I don't even know if that's how you say it. But Jane has asked for dairy alternatives with the umami taste, which I am assuming she's like, you know, that real good, strong cheese. And she says she has visited um, the vegan restaurant in Chester, Haifa. Yeah. And she said that it was amazing, but she struggles to find that satisfaction from cheese alternatives herself. So she wants to know where is this? Nevada of cheese. Well, cheese, cheese, is, cheese is an interesting topic. So, um, you know, we all know how cheese is made, but there's, there's, is it carotenes in the in the cheese? Yeah. Chemical compound in the cheese, which is effectively an opiate. So we, ah. the whole thing about being addicted to cheese is absolutely, it fires off the same things as an addictive drug in, in oh. your mind. Going it is great though, cheese. It is great. <laughs> I, mean, I used to be an absolute cheese yeah, And I did. We both love cheese. There's some amazing products coming on the market now. Um, up until quite recently, we've just had your sort of, quite processed, quite oil heavy, yeah. emulsified kind of cheese block, which are flavoring and probably about the same nutritional value as a, as a block of cheese generally. So lots of fat. 
Um, but now the little artisan producers are starting to get involved and they're starting to create amazing products, you know, plant-based camemberts, plant-based rock fours, and they're using lots of nuts, nut protein oh, okay. to do it. So they're actually far better for you as well. So that they're coming onto the market. Right. If you're wanting to make something like a cheese sauce or a cashew or a, or a cashew, cashew cream cheese. cheese. Those things are quite easy. You're the yeah. expert in that department. Yeah, and they're really simple to make at home with just cashew nuts and um, yeast flakes. And I, I'm now putting a little bit of uh, silken tofu in and you get the same thing. Oh, yeah. OK, so you get that nice creamy texture to it. Uh, the, the combination of yeast flakes and onion powder, garlic powder, that, those sorts of flavours gives you a really lovely, that umami flavour for sure. Right. It's an interesting thing, just... To finish on that question, actually, because we're talking about flavourings. So when you take away having meat, that traditional meat, two veg potatoes from your plate, to make your vegetables your crowning glory, the biggest thing you've got to work on is the Flavor. textures and the flavours. And um, once you've got those spot on, which is why we have a lot of stews and stir fries and curries, because they're great dishes to get lots of different spices and things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like you say, the use, of, the use of spices as well, not only for flavour, but also have a, an amazing nutritional impact on your digestive system. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you're getting um, fresh herbs in, mint and that sort of thing, that's going to help. You know, if you're using a little bit of spice, um, you know, peppercorns and, and um, chilies and, and things like that, they're all sort of anti-inflammatories and they have amazing properties yeah. in the body as well. And I think this is why people are looking more towards it with the current situation and following this type of diet because it's, you know... Immune boost. Yeah, I read an article just the other day in the, in the Sunday paper. It, it, it's, you know, been proven to be immune boosting. Yeah, big time. Mm. Yeah, um, that is a whole nother topic, that one, isn't it? <laughs> I was going to go off and then I was like, let's leave that. Um, so I have another question. I feel like I shouldn't name her, but I'm going to. So Jo has, um, I think she's moved to more of a pescatarian, so so not even vegetarian completely. But with that, she's obviously been eating a lot more vegetables and she says she can't control her wind. <laughs> and they're not smelling too favourable either. So she says, you know, what can she do? Because obviously she's upped her vegetable content and it's not always agreeing with her. Well, that, well that's a great start that she's she's done that. And, you know, just from doing that, it's going to have a positive impact on her, the levels of, of fat and cholesterol in her, in her blood. Yeah. And also, and this is part of the reason why, it's going to have speeded up the, her digestive system and improved the way that she's processing food. And that is partly why the um, should be getting a bit of gas or a bit of flatulence. And actually, as you transition onto a plant-based diet, that you know is perfectly normal. That's how our, yeah. our body processes. But it's your body adjusting and getting rid of all those years of, of bits of decaying yeah. inside. Um, and so that so it is completely natural. And as you as your body starts to adjust and balance out, that does subside. Yeah. So and just embrace it, the fart for now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. you normally say it's about three weeks, but I think it's longer. I've got to be honest, because if she's... My mind's been 44 years. <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> but but I've, I've noticed, and I don't know what the rest of the diet's like, but I've noticed that if I have a um, some processed, like a processed plant-based burger, yeah, like that, 
I know about well (laughs) (laughs) I love that we could talk this I just love it but it's true as soon as you go down that processed route I think I think when you generally eat healthy and then you eat something processed I feel like it's unfair because you know about it so much more than other people that do it really like oh god you know I'm gonna pay for that I just it's uncomfortable I can't sleep and it's just it's almost Um, instantaneous I, I remember um I was doing an event about a year or so ago, and it's just might be a bit more than that, uh, 18 months ago. And it was before I t- transitioned to a plant-based diet. And I was I was in that sort of 85%, Lisa was 100% at home. But if I go out and about, I'd still have a, you know, yeah. whatever, a bit of fish or whatever. Anyway, I was helping somebody with this event, and their, their evening food were these great big, enormous foot-long hot dogs. Oh, like, like the ultimate God. in process. They look like quite a good quality. So I'll try one of those. That was it. Bits. I I walked into the back kitchen and caught him eating it and he looked like really guilty. Well, no, he didn't look guilty. Just stuffed it all in as quick as he could. Yeah, he was just like, oh, God. But just coming back to Joe's question, I've just actually tried to have a a look, Um, but it's the actual spelling of it. There is actually a herb or a spice that you can take. Aspedita. Aspedita. I told her to wear those charcoal pants that you can buy, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Send us a link. But no, if she uses that, and actually somebody who went and works um, in a Buddhist community for a number of years, who Rupert used to know, recommended that to me because when he worked in that community it was plant-based although he now eats a tiny bit of meat and he said if you just sprinkle this on your food right it eliminates right I shall pass that info on that is a good one um all right so we've got two more questions so I'll try and get through these quite quickly uh Claire said she is slightly anemic and that when she tried a vegetarian diet she was quite tired all the time but she does really want to go down the vegan route so any words of wisdom on that um, it's about it's, balance it is and also transitioning gradually isn't it yes yeah. i think that is a big thing that's one of the things we've we've set out in our 21 day challenge we're not you know looked at other plant-based challenges and they've just gone right okay so today you're eating lentil dal and and granola mung bean yeah yeah bean we, we start just... with this week we're going to drop the meat yeah. yeah. And then next week we're going to go vegetarian, and then yeah. week three we're going to look at going plant based. But that's it's creating habits, then, isn't it? You know, you get used to something, just one or two things at a time. You create a nice habit, and then it doesn't feel quite so overwhelming as seven days, of, like you said, you know, monk bean stew or something. So, it's, oh, yeah. so, so balance is really important, and, and and what so few of us are taught at school is anything about nutrition really mm. and we've got this very jaundiced view of what this um what this food pyramid's like what this place is like yeah. by the government and the way yes. on political but our perception of what we should be eating is is skewed yeah and so actually spending a little bit of time just to understand how the body works we've got a free ebook that's coming out but right you understand how the body works what um the, the main functions in there and what fuels those functions and once you've created that little bit of understanding, your food selection becomes a lot easier. Now, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to say she needs more iron in the diet. Yeah, of but, course. But, but, you know, is she eating enough leafy greens? Yeah. Is she getting enough protein? Is she getting enough carbohydrates? We're all a bit scared of heart carbs. Yeah. But if you're eating sweet potatoes and whole grains and brown rice and whatever, that's it's super fuel, you know. Yeah. 
so again it's just not cutting the meat out it's actually thinking a little bit more about what's going in its place isn't it i guess and what we recommend especially when transitioning is to take certain supplements um and i could be one but like rupert says we we don't know claire's background but you know there's certain superfoods in our diet black beans particularly are super high in yeah 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 and there's black rice you've got there's black rice that exists yeah yeah, yeah. but the black beans particularly it's the protein and the iron and the other thing is we we called our business all about greens because i am absolutely obsessed with leafy green vegetables <laughs> have been anyway the kale queen yeah we eat greens with everything so even if we've done like a bolognese i'll do raw kale with just a bit of a dressing massaged in we have and because we're having dark leafy greens or spinach or something, that seems to boost what yeah, absolutely. how we feel. So before we get on to how someone could sign up to your course, if they were to change to a plant-based diet, one, they could obviously sign up to your course. What would be the top three, just top three tips? I'm going to go plant-based, vegan. What were the top three tips that you could give to someone, do you think? The first one has got to be be very sure of your motivation. Why are right. you doing it? Yeah. And and that that's your kind of your core belief. So I'm doing this because, and whatever that because is, that that is the thing that you hold when you when you're transitioning. Yeah. You know, that it's that that core belief that's going to get you through when you're in a in a, a point where you're at a crossroads, you're struggling, or you feel you're a bit tired, tired. Or there's nothing in the fridge yeah. except a block of cheese that you're of a half still eating. Yeah. You've remember why you're doing it, and that reason has got to be good enough. Okay. That, that's the first tip for me. Yeah, I think for me the second tip is to do it gradually. Yeah. Don't do it hardcore overnight. We didn't. Yeah. Uh, it was a gradual process, and by doing that and and as Rupert says, our course will teach you this, but by doing it over a gradual process, your body changes gradually, so you don't get those super cravings. Mm. Yeah. And the third thing, I think, is planning and preparation. So plan your food, get your family involved with it. What does everybody like? What can we veganise? What can we start cutting out or changing, making little subtle changes? And doing your meal plans, doing your shopping lists, and that would just revolutionise it because you've, you've made the decisions when you're in a good state, not at the end of the day when you just got home from work and yeah. it's like, what am I going to cook? And you, Perfect. you batch cook some food and you've always got stuff in the freezer. It's planning and preparation. But, you know, Katie, I think this is why it, this type of diet complements very much people who are approaching it from the health aspects, like yeah. your clients, because everybody in an ideal world when the training or or you know doing a certain exercise regime that they want to stick to for health or to lose weight needs to plan their food well you know this is nearly five years on my journey and I still even yesterday I went into Chester I took a packed lunch because you <laughs> couldn't get food on the go so you'd get you know that is food. super prepared oh god but you'd get into town and there'd be like a packet of crisps or an apple that was it yeah when you're caught short you make those sort of decisions don't you i've been there myself but nowadays there's obviously a lot more of a range you've got the greg sausage rolls you've got the whole plant-based sandwich ranges um but as i say yesterday i i actually had a wrap in the fridge i threw it in threw an apple in just because um 
I still have an awareness because, you know, I, I like to be healthy of what I'm putting in my body. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it's not wanting to, to put some some refined rubbish in there that's going to, you know, reverse the effects of everything you do. Yeah. yeah. And maybe you have cheat days. I'm not going to lie. You know, occasionally we will have a Greg's sausage roll, but planning and preparation. Yeah. Not a meat one. No. no. Oh, my goodness. I was about to call the whole thing off. Um, all right. So... <laughs> no, I haven't, but guess where I'll go tomorrow. <laughs> I reckon it saved their business. That. It did. They were launched yeah. last year and you couldn't get one for love and money because everybody who craved that whole experience of food like dog barking downstairs at someone doing a delivery oh my oh, goodness oh honestly shut the door on him <laughs> hopefully he'll stop in a minute yeah, um, buddy's wondering what's going on i know he's so loud isn't he <laughs> We'll edit him out. Okay, so that brings me on to the very last bit, which is the most important bit. We've sort of gone over the project that you've been doing um, lately, but go into sort of tell people what you've been working on, how that's directly going to help them and how they can, you know, get involved because there's lots and lots of videos to help people, teach people about this plant-based way of eating. So when's it launching? How do they get hold of it? Well, the grand master plan, the big, yeah. big thing that we're trying to build is a fully accredited plant-based cooking qualification. So right. the, the equivalent of going to Leeds School of Food and Wine <laughs> or going to Cordon Bleu or, you know, somewhere like that. that. That is the thing that we are aspiring to. Right. What we've already built and will be um, available from the 1st of November is the foundation level for that. So that's yep. the first of the three sections of that qualification. And is that everyday people can Absolutely, right. yeah. that, That's geared at people who love food yeah. and uh, enjoy cooking. Simple as that. Right. I have an aspiration for going plant-based. Um, as, as a prequel to that, and that'll be available in a couple of formats, that'll be available in a subscription version, and people will be able to just buy that whole course. And right. That was built with me as the consumer in mind. It's what I wanted. So I've cooked all my life from the age of 13. I cooked roast dinners, baked, everything. But if somebody, if you're, even if you're a competent cook, said to you, can you make me a quiche, but don't use eggs, don't use any dairy, no cream, it would throw most chefs, never yeah. mind your average right. chef. So it's the people who can cook, but also people who want to learn how to cook. So if they were to sign up to this, it's this this 21 day, is this the 21 day programme? No, so the 21 right. day challenge is the precursor to that. Right. So that's for people who have an interest in going plant-based, yeah. but have absolutely no idea where to start. Right. And so it's that transitional sort of programme. What does a plant-based breakfast look like? What does a plant-based lunch look like? Mm. You know, meal. What's, what's a quick fix? Yeah, meal planning, shopping, you know, a bit of an introduction to tofu, where, where protein comes from. Um, Perfect. So all of the things we've talked about, really, and all the questions that everybody has. Quick, quick meals, food labelling, all that sort of stuff. So that's that's a, a quick, easy, accessible product, which is going to be over 21 days. Yeah. And that, again, will be... Well, it's going to be launched on the 1st of November, but I think that's the registration period. Yeah. And mid-November, that actual challenge will start. 
Um, and, and we're hoping that people engage in that, think, wow, this is amazing. I want the next bit. I want to learn how to cook more fabulous, nutritious foods, um, you know, and, and we'll come on and do more of our course. So how do they sign? So if they wanted to sign up or have, they got, have you got a registration page on your website at the moment? Or Yeah, they can get onto our website, um, allaboutgreens.co.uk. Yeah. Um, and the, there is, um, they can put their email address in and get onto the mailing list. Yeah. As of the 1st of November, there'll be lots of marketing online, on Facebook, on Instagram. Go to our Instagram page. Yeah. Send us a direct message if you like. If you want some more information, that's absolutely fine. Um, but there'll be lots and lots in the media coming up soon. And so they can... new recipes in this one as well, Katie, which is very Perfect. nice that families... Um, if, if you haven't got a lot of time, so for, for people who are busy working, like we've talked about, it's a lot more low-key in terms of effort that you've got to put in the business. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a great starting point for people who are thinking about, you know, I'd like to switch to this way of doing things, but just not sure. And it fits with your gradual process as well, of not just overnight going straight into it. And then when they finish the 21 days, that's where they could sign up to this cookery course and actually learn real plant do you do your blossom fish and chips? Oh, that's the, <laughs> that's the intermediate level. Oh, um, my goodness. There is a no fish pie, which is still using banana blossom. Oh, okay. As long as there's something in there. So then they can sign up to the cooking um, course, which is videos, literally step-by-step walkthrough. Yeah, they'll be able to do a dip-in, dip-out um, sort of subscription-style basis where, you know, it's a monthly cost and they get drip-fed out the information. They can work their way through the course. They can, they'll be able to buy the course as a whole um, section. And then for those people who actually want to go and take it to a professional level, we'll be doing a very heavily mentored version of the course where we'll have yeah. the cook-alongs and, and all that sort of thing. Wow. And they'll be working towards their culinary qualification at, at that top end, you know. Yeah. Well, that all sounds amazing. So I know that you've been putting a lot of work into this over the last few months, haven't you? So yeah, this all sounds brilliant. So they can check you out on Instagram. Is it is it underscore all about greens? Yes, that's yeah. right. And you've been posting quite a few recipes and tips and things on there, haven't you? And then the 21 day challenge is probably the best place for people to start. So they can go to your website, which is yeah. allaboutgreens.co.uk. Yeah, that's it. Jump on that mailing list and be the first group going through middle of November. That's about right, isn't it? Middle of I November. I you're going to be joining in, Katie. Oh, 100% because I, abs- I actually would like to move towards a plant-based diet, 100%. But the questions that I asked you, you know, a lot of those, I think, sit with everyone, including me. I'm kind of come home from work sometimes and I think, oh, just, do you know what, just get a chicken breast on that and I've ticked a box it requires a lot more thought you know a lot more it does because and sorry to cut across I am going to say this because I was such a traditional cook and when you and this is what we're trying to eliminate particularly with the 21 day challenge it's quite scary you're like what the hell do I eat that is you know what we never get asked out for dinner no (laughs) friends I'll invite you around for dinner. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I'll invite you around for dinner, but you have to cook. <laughs> yeah. uh, basically, we bring our own. Um, <laughs> what if we dispelled the myths? I'm just yeah. So much food that you can eat. So, well, you know, on a sort of a, a note, I I agree because I obviously tested um, one of your recipes. Mm. I've, I haven't stopped eating it <laughs> <laughs> every week. To you actually, because yeah. I like it. 
every week, you know, I've now obviously switched to a fruit and veg um, delivery box, an organic one and a meat and fish box as well. But even that has helped because I was eating meat every night. I know I was not not so much red meat, but I was eating chicken or turkey probably every night. So now I get uh, two pieces of meat and one fish delivered. And because I'm a little bit sort of like, there's my box. I'm eating that and that's it. I'm not going to the shop. I've had my delivery. It is actually meaning I'm having to think a lot more about what I do when I get a box of Cavalo Nero, yeah. you know, or, or and think, oh, I don't quite know what to do with this. But I am definitely eating more plant-based. It have done it more gradually and I cannot I stop eating your... Bit, I thought you were looking especially radiant, yeah. Katie. bit more perky. One thing to mention, actually, that might be um, relevant for those people who want to give this a go but haven't got the time to cook is actually we're going to be doing a collaboration in January with yeah. the meal prep company okay and hopefully you yeah. as well and me to, for, for Veganuary where there's going to be you know people can have delivered to their door on a weekly basis all the meals that they want and need to be nutritionally balanced geared, yeah. to, um, geared to what they need whether they're training very hard or just maintaining their lifestyle um, and it will be all our recipes created in conjunction with, with this company. And um, so they could do the whole of January, have all the meals supplied, hopefully some wonderful tra training plans from you. Of course. Loads of amazing content from us to help them on the journey. And that might just kickstart them into their plant-based lifestyle. So that is definitely a date for the diary, isn't it? January, vegan vegan. In January. In January. January. <laughs> That's it. We got it. It's plant-based, great workouts, and all cooked and delivered to your door. I mean, what more and could then, you ask for, really? Yeah. And then the treat is on the 29th of January, we've got our next supper. Have you? We've had it confirmed. So we're at the Opera Grill. So what a huge reward for the end of a 30-day Veganuary. I'm yeah. going to struggle at that word. No, Rupert's trying to get fit February or something in, in the diary. And we'll work, we'll work it, with 12 months worth of... Yeah. Uh, we could figure something out, couldn't we? We could yeah. definitely, like, label all the months. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. Hopefully that's given everyone um, loads of tips on moving towards a plant-based diet. I'm definitely noticing the effects of more sort of vegetables in my diet, and I thought I was healthy. So we shall leave it on. Get onto that website, sign up for your, um, to hear about your 21 day challenge and pencil January in the diary straight away, really. Brilliant. That's it, isn't it? I'll see you there. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, guys. Amazing. Thank you. See you later.